But maybe, just maybe, you might challenge me. God needs the devil. The Beatles needed the Rolling Stones. Even Diane Sawyer needed Katie Couric. Will you be my Katie Couric? Wow. I feel like I'm in Highlander. <laughs> What's the Highlander? It's a movie. Any good? Very good. It I... won the Academy Award. Oh, for what? For best movie ever made. Oh, hello once again, Popheads. Welcome to issue 159 of the Tomcast Popcast, coming to you once again from the friendly confines of the Tom Cave. Thank you for listening to this quality, independent pop culture podcast. Please be sure to, whoa, uh, please be sure to give us a follow on the social media at Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, and sharing to this show. We're on all your favorite platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, and so many, many more. If you're on Apple Podcasts and you feel so inclined, we thank you in advance for taking the time to write us a five-star review. Thank you so much. They help the small independent shows like us not get lost in the shuffle of corporate podcasting. Anyways, we have quite a show lined up for you today. A ton of news, a ton of exciting things to talk about and get to. And it's it's going to be a good one. We're teaming up with our good friend Roger Smith, and we're gonna we're gonna get to all the goodies that have been coming up, cropping up in the world of pop culture over the last week or so since we last talked to y'all. Uh, it's been weird. I got I got kind of programmed into doing two popcasts a week for so long. You know, during during WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm really enjoying this little breather here before before Loki starts up again. And then uh, I just I just spend all my days with a microphone right up in my face. Um, but, but that is that is the job, right? That is what I'm here for. I'm here to, to to cover everything, provide you guys with some 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 of my analysis, some of my insights, and then hopefully uh, enrich your viewing experience for some of, some of these programs. Or uh, you know, maybe in the case of some things that we'll talk about today, to to tell you to uh, save your time and uh, don't don't bother, just stay away. But we'll get into all that with Roger once we link up to him. In the meantime, though. We should thank the the single most important listeners on the podcast. Now, listen, I say that, and and everyone who takes the time to download and listen to this podcast is extremely important to me. But the official members of Pophead Nation, they are the ones who get the shout-out and the extra special recognition. They help keep the lights on. They help make the show better and better every single time. Uh, that we that you hear it because uh, they are they are supporting us financially with their hard-earned money, and we can't thank them enough for that. So big thanks to the Aspen Hill Chody, the Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff is co-hosting the Ring in Air still. Check it out. It is a good time. They're in a bit of a pause right now. You can get caught up on all that back catalog. Do it, do it, do it. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles. The Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wagmer, our very own Joker and Holly Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pride Brewing Company right here in San Diego, and the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. Welcome in. I hope you enjoy the show. 
And if you're wondering how to become an official member of Pophead Nation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Tomcast Podcast, sign up, and get access to the bonus content. And uh, I don't know. I think I'm doing a pretty good job cranking at that bonus content. New bonus, sh- new uh, new bonus show coming later this week for the Patreons. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a really, really good time. All right, like I said, we got a lot to get to this week on the podcast. So let's just get it started. Let's go and see what's going on in the world of pop culture. Let's link up with our friend Roger Smith. Uh, before we do that, though, there's one thing you have to do first. Sit down, buckle up, hold on to your butts, and buckle up again. Here we go. By the way, Ricky, I watched the Highlander movie. It was shit. Hey, all right, here he is joining us via Skype. Once again, Roger Smith, how the heck are you? I am doing all right, man. Like I was telling you earlier, uh, doing a little tired. Started doing some running, so uh, been waking up early for that. But other than that, you know, feeling pretty good. Get the cardio going, buddy. That's the trick. That's the ticket to a long, healthy life. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, and and as such, you know, you're uh, you're taking it a little easy today. You're you're uh, rehydrating properly. You're drinking the waters uh, and oh, yeah. taking for care sure. of your body today. So <laughs> yeah, because there's going to be a lot of drinking for the rest of the week. So. Yeah, well, so the only guy getting drunk today on on the show will, will be me. Uh, <laughs> and I actually have a new one today. Uh, again, the, now. From a familiar brewery in a familiar series, but a new beer nonetheless. Uh, from right. from Smog City Brewing in LA, this is from their Smog Days IPA series. This is their newest entry called Watt Strike IPA, uh, and cool. it's loaded up with El Dorado, Simcoe, and Chinook. <laughs> we do like some of that. Yeah, again, just a, a, a big classic West Coast IPA. Uh, I think it's like six, yeah, six one six point one percent on the ABVs, and that is what I will. Uh, be be hydrating myself with today, so not really hydrating at all. That's a bit of a, you know, beer maybe mostly water, but uh, the alcohol dehydrates you at the same time. So, <laughs> so you're good until you pee. Well, you know what? It just depends how fast this podcast goes today, Raj. <laughs> well, we are we are stacked with news, um, and, and it, it covers the, the the gamut, the spectrum. The, the, the entire Wheel of Time is, is available to us, my friend. Uh, nice. Why don't you pick what we get to talk about first? Like, what do you want to talk about? I got, I got Marvel, I got DC, I got Zack Snyder, I got cartoons, I got, I got everything. <laughs> um, well, you know, I'm always going to lean a little on the DC side. Um, Let's cue it so, up, man. Let's do some DC. What do we got? This, one, this first one is for you, all right? Yes. It is official. August 2021, HBO Max will begin streaming season three of Titans. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, how excited are you about this one? Because uh, I, guess, I guess the big villain for the season will be Scarecrow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I actually didn't hear about the villain thing. Uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I've always loved Scarecrow as a villain. I feel like he uh, doesn't get enough love sometimes. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I've, I've, you know, I've really been enjoying the series as far as it's gone. Um, and I've liked their take on everything, you know, it's, it's, it's had its share of misses for sure, but I think overall it's been pretty entertaining. Yeah. I'm, I am still catching up on it. I was doing a really good job earlier in the year of getting caught up on Titans. And then I hit an episode I just didn't like so much that I haven't had a chance to get really get back into it. You remember which one it was? Uh, it's somewhere in season one. I want to say it's like seven episode seven or eight. I was just, was like, Bleh. 
Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it did kind of start to slog that part of the season. Uh, it picks up more at the end, but yeah. it's kind of like there's just this weird middle build-up time where they're just like overly building stuff up where you're just like, all right, let's let's get to it, you know? Yeah, and, and again, you know the show better than I by, by far. Um, my, my, criti- my, my critique thus far is, is basically what you're saying. It, it just seems like... They they do a in one episode they'll do a really great job of queuing you up for the next thing and then the next episode is is completely different, completely unrelated things and you're just like wait but why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there was a lot of like weird swapping in episodes. I know even the the first season technically ends on a cliffhanger when it should have come to a resolution, and mm-hmm. then they just kind of haphazardly throw the season ending onto the beginning of the second season and make the second season shorter. So I don't know. They're kind of all over the place. I don't know what the decision-making involved is, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, and as, as we mentioned, uh, Scarecrow will be the big bad villain for this season. Uh, he's going to be played by, uh, let me see if I get this actor's name correct, Vincent Carthizer. Uh, apparently he was on Mad Men. I have not watched Mad Men, so I have no idea who that is. Yeah, me neither. But we will also get uh, Savannah Welsh as Barbara Gordon, and uh, Jayla Kurgo will be Tim Drake. Nice. I didn't realize we were going to get Tim. Uh, the Drake is my favorite Robin, so I'm actually very intrigued by this. And uh, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this, this incentivizes me to get caught up quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be cool. We're going to have all the Robins on there, basically. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun season. What do you think of of uh, Alan Richson, the guy playing Hawk on this show? Uh, I think he's all right. I don't really have too much against him. Uh, I think <laughs> he doesn't owe you like no. ten bucks or anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like his his character isn't the most interesting overall, but I don't think it's it's the acting that's uh, that's what's holding it back. It's probably just more the writing on that part. I've I've never been a huge Hawk and Dove fan, uh, so so yeah. that doesn't surprise me. I was kind of curious your take on the actor because uh, he will be playing uh, Jack Reacher on the Amazon on the Amazon uh, Jack Reacher series that's coming sometime, I think, late this year or early next year. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, like I said, I, I don't have any, any problems with the actor. I think he's fine. I think he fits the role pretty well. I just feel like in, in the show he doesn't do, like, a whole lot. So it's kind of like I'm waiting to see if they're going to, like, expand his character more to be a little more significant. You know? I mean, Hawks always just been like, I'm re- punch people. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah i don't think it has a specific go date but uh um and see what i did there titans go there. but yeah i said august 2021 so I'm, I'm sure you were excited to see uh the titans back in action yeah should be fun looking forward to it all right my friend more dc news i don't know if you saw this but uh if you are a fan of the dc animated stuff uh get ready because we got two new animated series that were announced this week uh, from from Uber Batman animated series artist Tim Bruce Tim, you, he's yeah. teaming up with J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves of the Batman to bring a new animated series to HBO Max and the Cartoon Network titled Batman Caped Crusader. Yes. Nothing else really known about this one other than the name. But uh, the, 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 the promo art they released looks really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw the art looked pretty awesome. And, I mean, with those names behind it, it's got to be at least decent, right? <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I mean, most of the Batman animated series uh, have been pretty good, honestly. I mean, they, they've all done yeah. a nice job of being different tonally from the, the other shows. 
so yeah. that they each kind of have like their own unique take on the Dark Knight, and that's kind of all I look for. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun to see just a different uh, take on the character because I mean, you've seen so many iterations of it now that it's like if someone doesn't bring anything new, it's kind of just like the same story. You know? mm-hmm. I did. What I really dug about the, the 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 promo art that they released was like the old school long Batman ears, you know, like the old Bob Kane <laughs> style bat ears. <laughs> Yeah, the OG long ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was into that. I was like, "That's a cool look." <laughs> you know, I don't, yep. I don't. They they haven't said if this is tying into into the Rob Rob Pattinson Batman, but I mean, uh-huh. I, I kind of wonder if it will be loosely affiliated. It might be just because it has Matt Reeves on board. Yeah, like, I kind of yeah. feel like why would they involve him if not for some sort of loose tie-in? Yep, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we're speculating at this point, but uh, yeah, I mean, if Matt, if, why have Matt Reeves involved at all if he wasn't, if this wasn't going to have some sort of loose connection to his, his movie? Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm excited about that one. But again, no no tentative dates for any of this stuff. I mean, animation does take a little bit of time still. Uh, and, yeah. You know, we don't even have a voice cast announced at this point. So a lot to come come on this show. But <laughs> always good to see Batman being animated. Yeah, yeah, that's honestly uh, arguably one of his better mediums. Are you uh, going to check out The Long Halloween when that comes out? I probably will. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely try to see all the animated stuff that DC has to offer, especially Bat Family stuff. So that's definitely going to be on the watch list, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the source material on that one. So I, I am rather curious to check it out. And I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, Raj, but they they're they they're making that like a two parter, right? Like they're splitting it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they're splitting it, so that should be interesting. I I haven't read the original. Is it a pretty long storyline? Yeah, it was uh it was twelve issues. Okay. okay. And it was it was uh, the months were very important for each issue, so it was you know you know January you know it it worked its way through the calendar for a very specific reason. Uh, okay, gotcha. But I don't know. You know, I have no idea if they'll if that will translate at all to the animated series, or if they've you know if they've changed some things and and abandoned certain elements of the comic. I have no clue. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they split that up. Then. Yeah, no, I'm definitely intrigued. So we'll, keep your eyes out for that, and we'll probably talk about it on this very podcast at some point in the near future. Yeah, definitely, that'd be worth watching for sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, you can't have a new Batman cartoon uh, without a new Superman cartoon. So, uh, on the, in the same vein. Uh, my my adventures with Superman is coming to HBO Max and the Cartoon Network. Uh, this time from a very different creator. His name's uh, Sam Register, and uh, this one's apparently much further along in development because Clark Kent is being voiced by Jack Quaid, uh, Lois Lane is Alice Lee, and uh, apparently we don't have Jimmy Olsen yet. But those are going to be the three main characters. <laughs> well, that sounds fun. Yeah, and there's a, there's actually a little piece of art available to it, uh, and it, it's I don't know. It, it looks and sounds like it might be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that should be interesting. I mean, you know, we, we like Jack Quaid, so that should be fun. We do like Jack Quaid, and uh, it, it, this is not his first foray into into voice acting. He uh, is on the, the Star Trek Lower Decks animated series, so uh, he's used to being a cartoon. Oh, gotcha. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to find like a brief synopsis of the show, but everything is very long and rambly, so I don't know if I want to read all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be about Superman, so... Yeah, well, actually, it sounds like it might be mostly about Lois. Oh, really? Okay. 
Yeah, it says here. Here, I'll read the one quote I've been able to find that sort of sounds like it's it, it it succinctly describes everything. It says, "Lois, now a growing now growing into a star investigative journalist, takes aspiring photographer Jimmy Olsen under her wing. All the while, Clark and Lois are falling in love, sharing adventures, taking down bad guys, stumbling over secrets, and discovering what it means to be Superman and Lois Lane." Interesting. Okay. But again, if you're putting it on, on the HBO Max and I can just watch it whenever I want, perfect. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It makes it a lot easier to just sit down and watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, since we're, we're in, in the animated section of the show, <laughs> let, <laughs> let, let's kind of stay, let's, let's stay with the cartoons for a little bit longer. What do you say? Yeah, let's do that. Are you a fan of Rick and Morty? Oh, yes. You know this. Everyone that listens to the show knows this. <laughs> <laughs> So you are aware that June 20th, a.k.a. Rick and Morty Day, <laughs> will be the debut of Season 5. Yeah, day after my birthday. I'm digging it. All right. Have you seen the new trailer? <laughs> are you pretty stoked? Oh, yeah. Actually, well, there have been like a number of uh, like kind of quick cut trailers. So I know I've seen a few of them. I don't know if they've done like a, a longer form one. There is a longer form one that just came out today. I'll send you a, a link for it so you can watch it later. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it, it uh, is a theory that... That uh, what's the best way to put this? Like many other trailers have found out, uh, uh-huh. any trailer set to the music of "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys is ten times better. <laughs> yes, that is fact. Because that is what they did on this trailer, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm way into this. Let's watch this." <laughs> <laughs> Love me sabotage, right? It, it, yeah. Do you remember? I think we even talked about it on the podcast. But do you remember when when Solo was coming out in theaters and someone, uh, you know, redid the score, the the trailer for Solo, but with sabotage instead of like the Star Wars music in the background? I think so, and it was really cool. It was really cool. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I want this in my Star Wars movie. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Oh man. I don't know if we'll if I don't know if we'll ever ever live in a world where, where the Beastie Boys are in a Star Wars movie, but that that, that trailer will live forever on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that I'm honestly I've always been a fan of the song and put that to anything, it's gonna make it that much more hype. Yeah. Well this season Rick and Morty looks fucking bonkers so I, I think you'll you'll be hyped on this I, I just sent you the link so you can check it out later on but I think you'll really, really I'm excited. dig this there, there's some cool stuff in this one yes a lot I of uh, I'm excited a lot of a lot of great pop culture references into that trailer don't worry <laughs> sweet all right Raj I got I got a question for you on this one uh this is I don't know if yeah. I'm gonna check this out but I, I wonder if you might you know you you mentioned last week you were enjoying digging the the Castlevania series on Netflix. Uh-huh. Are you going to check out Resident Evil Infinite Darkness on Netflix? That's the uh, that's the movie, right? The CG movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I might. I've definitely seen some of the the CG uh, animated style movies in the past. Uh, they've been kind of hit or miss. You know, they're kind of just like take them or leave them uh, loosely tied into the main storyline of resident evil but I, I you know i have had fun watching a few of them in the past so i might check this one out yeah i mean i guess i guess the big allure of this one is that they're bringing uh like leon and claire back uh together in yeah. this one and i guess that's supposed to make us all really excited <laughs> yeah definitely i remember uh let's see which one was it Oh, shoot, I can't remember that all their like little subtitles and stuff are so hard to put <laughs> right. in order. But uh, yeah, I remember the, one of them that I watched, they were like in an airport. And I think it was Claire and Leon in the airport. And that one was pretty fun. So 
we'll yeah. see how this one goes. I, you know, I, I think we talked about that a, a week or so ago uh, on the show. Like, I don't know much of Resident Evil's lore after like the second game. Um, I, that's <laughs> sort of when I fell off the wagon for Resident Evil. Yeah. So I have no clue what this show could even be remotely about. <laughs> and maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always just been pretty crazy. Like, uh, they're kind of all over the place story-wise sometimes, mm-hmm. but uh, they're not terrible. It, it, it can be a fun watch, so I, I definitely might check it out. All right, all right. Well, that's coming out uh, on June, no, July 8th on the Netflix. All right. Brace for impact, my friend. <laughs> no, so let me let me pause to interrupt here for a sec. Um, yeah. We, when we were texting earlier today, you said you you know you you've been having some stuff going on, so you hadn't had a chance to really watch a lot of stuff. Uh, but you yeah. did watch another episode of Invincible, so I'm I'm yes. curious how you're how you're feeling about that so far. Uh, really, really digging it, dude. Like honestly, every time I sit down to watch it, I, I only have like time to watch one episode. And it ends, and I'm like, no, I want to keep watching more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, oh, I got, I have other things to do. I got to be somewhere, and it's just like, okay, next weekend for sure. I'm gonna put in some time, sit down, and finish this. So hopefully by next weekend, I'll get it done. I'm on episode six now, so it'll just be what three left. Yeah, that's eight right. episodes. I think it's eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that sounds that sounds 100 right. And uh, you're in a good spot. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're gonna make it it's all gonna be okay in the end my friend yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to it i really want to understand all the memes that i'm seeing on instagram <laughs> <laughs> get, well get ready because I, I think you will uh, I'm, I'm really glad you're digging it that's that's really the cool part about it all um yeah for sure i you know i, I don't want I'm, I'm watching some stuff but there's some stuff i want i, I gotta kind of keep under wraps because i don't want to talk about it on, on the show just yet yeah. Uh, but one thing I will mention that I watched does lead into our next our next uh, uh, topic. And, All right. And we will keep this uh, a spoiler free for anyone who hasn't sat down to watch this movie yet. But this past Friday, including yeah, including yourself. <laughs> this this past Friday, uh, Zack Snyder dropped his Army of the Dead on Netflix. Yeah. And I will confirm for you, Roger, that it is indeed a movie. Uh, about zombies in Las Vegas with Batista. <laughs> that sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it for now. There will be a spoiler-filled review of the movie coming uh, uh, next week over the over the Memorial Day holiday weekend. So so when yeah. everyone's ready to check it out, I will have that. It'll be waiting there in your feed for you. Just just you know, download it when you're ready, and then you can hear all the <laughs> all the spoilery goodness of Zack Snyder's Army of the dead yeah like literally the only thing i've seen of it so far is zombie tigers so i'm already on board. that's already too much of a spoiler roger i can't believe you said that how dare you <laughs> too much you went too far <laughs> oh man should have put on the red alert well i and actually for any for anyone out there i mean uh just in case you come across this first there is sort of like a making of the movie like a, like a little behind the scenes thing don't don't watch that first. It's just full of spoilers. Okay, don't don't think that you're gonna gain some kind of great insight into the movie before you watch the movie. You you will not. You will just know all the all the tricks that are coming. So don't do it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of Zack Snyder, I don't know. I don't know how much you care about this, Raj. But in an interview with Variety Fair, Zack Snyder has confirmed there is a Snyder cut of 
Sucker Punch. <laughs> That's funny. Do you even give a damn? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I never saw the original. I didn't. Uh, I, I saw a lot of like uh, just related stuff to it, but I just never, never sat down and watched the movie. You know, I tried to watch it, I think, twice, and I fell asleep both times within like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I just, I heard a lot of like not great things about it. So I'm just like, ah, I don't really need to see this. <laughs> well, I mean, if this, I don't know if this will persuade you in any way, uh, but it, it currently sits at 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh. not good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good to know. <laughs> but I guess a core, apparently, the, the film has sort of become a cult classic in recent years uh, because there was yeah. eventually like an extended cut. Uh, release with like 18 extra minutes for better or for worse yeah yeah well you know it's there it it, it is there my friend that is a fact <laughs> uh how do you feel about amazon in overall uh like the prime selection uh you know just in general like you know amazon studios and, and the content they're they're making I mean, so far, I mean, I've really liked uh, the few shows that I've been watching, like The Boys and Invincible. Um, Good Omens was great. Uh, although, I don't know that that was directly... Was that Amazon Studios or... Which one? Good Omens? Yes, it was. It was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, all that kind of stuff, all their, uh, I guess, comic-related adaptations have been really fun. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I'm definitely positive with them. Well, it is being rumored that Amazon is on the verge of acquiring MGM Studios for $9 billion. Just a billion? $9 <laughs> billion. Oh, man, that's crazy. Which would give them access to James Bond. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that could be something else, huh? Would you want to see a James Bond series? I mean, kind of. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, it sounds interesting. That might be a fun way to watch it, just like a hour long James Bond uh, episodes, you know? Yeah. Well, and they also get like like RoboCop and Stargate and all that stuff. I mean, there's a bunch of oh. stuff that MGM has. That is true. You know, and like, you know, you get all that star Stargate stuff that people love, and I don't, <laughs> and I don't know anything about because other than the movie, I don't think I saw a single episode of that show. Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely had my fair share of uh, Stargate SG One back in the day. But uh, were you a fan? Yeah, no, I mean, I watched it to the extent that it was, you know, syndicated on. Uh, I think it was KUSI here. So uh, you know, on Saturday evenings, I would just kind of be like home with my brother, and it would just be Stargate SG One and Outer Limits, like. Saturday that'd be our Saturday routine just chilling in the living room playing with toys watching those shows and uh yeah no I mean I never I don't think I ever really saw the entire series like in any specific order but you know the episode I I had fun watching it I got into the characters and everything so it was definitely fun to me no that's cool uh, we've been asked a couple different times on on Twitter by by a good friend uh, evil circle to to talk more about Stargate as as a series and my my response has always been the same. Unfortunately, it's like I I still haven't watched it. I can't talk about Stargate. I don't know what to say. Like I really like the movie with Kurt Russell and James Spader and everything, but I yeah that that is a show that's kind of a in, in my blind spot. Yeah yeah no I honestly I think you would like it. Uh, the the earlier seasons were like pretty well done, and it really like developed the the background lore to the Stargate universe. 
the later stuff got a little drawn out as it kind of tends to do when you have any sort of long running series. It's mm-hmm. just like, all right, how do we top the last season? But even some of the later characters were, were pretty, uh, pretty memorable. So yeah, I, I think it's fun. If, if we ever get a chance to dive into it, I'd definitely be down to rewatch it. Yeah. And you know, another show that, that evil circle has asked about that I actually really do want to get into at some point, uh, is, yeah. is Farscape. Cause that show is goddamn brilliant. Yeah, I, I, that was one of them that was always on sci-fi, mm-hmm. and I always watch bits and pieces of it here and there, but you know, I think it was on too late when I was a kid. So. No, I understood. And you know, I don't think it's the easiest show to find uh, for streaming purposes nowadays either. So um, you know, maybe with, I don't know, if there's a silver lining to all these mergers, uh, maybe it's that like, some of these libraries will become more accessible, so maybe at some point we will get to have uh, a, a bingeable version of Farscape to watch. Yeah, that'd be fun, dude. Just going back to all these like uh, late '90s, early 2000s uh, sci-fi shows that I never got around to watch. Yeah, Farscape. <laughs> Farscape was damn awesome, and and yeah. Yeah, but as usual, it's one of those shows that that like sort of uh, existed in defiance of the Sci-Fi Channel and its continual efforts to try and and and, and cancel it and and ruin it. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. You know, it's like, God damn, the Sci-Fi Channel does not like having good shows on. I, I don't know what it is. It's like, oh, people like this? Fucking cancel it. That's what they think. Yeah. Cable TV just loved shooting itself in the foot. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, well, we'll talk about all the Sci-Fi Channel later. That's a whole different That's a whole different podcast, my friend. <laughs> For sure. Uh, how do you feel about the Uncharted movie? Are you excited about this? Are you excited about seeing Tom Holland as Nathan Drake? You know, he wouldn't have been my first pick. Uh, <laughs> I think it's interesting. I don't think he'll do a bad job. I just don't know that it's going to feel very uncharted, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I I think the biggest thing I can take away from Tom Holland as, as Nathan Drake is, well, at least it's not Mark Wahlberg, which was the rumor for a million years. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm still going to be spoiled from that, like, uh, short that they did with Nathan Fillion. Yeah. And. I thought that that was great and perfect. And if Nathan Fillion was, you know, just a bit younger, I feel like he could have done that like young action guy role for sure. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess we got Tom Holland, so we'll see how that goes. Well, yeah, there's there's a there's a new picture out, so I, I wanted to comment on it because I thought it was really funny because it's a picture of Tom Holland. I mean, I suppose he looks like Nathan Drake, and he's got like a flashlight, uh, and then yeah. Mark Wahlberg, who I forgot was actually going to still be in this movie. Is in is in the shot too, so it's like, it's like it's like a uh, Nathan Drake and ex Nathan Drake hanging out together. <laughs> but I guess awesome. I guess in the movie now uh, Wahlberg is going to be Sully, which I thought was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I don't know Sully, definitely a big part of the movie, but he's he was always kind of played as an older guy. Yeah, I mean I I guess Mark is is up in years, but he he still looks pretty good for his age. So I don't know why they kind of cast him as almost an older character. Well, and, and, and uh, spoilers, uh, he doesn't even bother growing the mustache. Really? Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it's just, it's Mark Wahlberg walking around a church with Tom Holland in his picture. That's all. It looks like they're on a fucking tour somewhere. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe he'll get it by the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he'll acquire a mustache. Achievement unlocked. Mustache. <laughs> <laughs> some ancient artifact just gives him a mustache. Yeah, that would be that would probably be the only way to make that work, right? I would. 
<laughs> Maybe that's what they're looking for in the movie. They're looking for Sully's lost mustache. <laughs> oh man, that'd be a great subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Nathan Drake goes on a on a mustache ride. There it is. <laughs> We've tied it all together, folks. We've made it happen. It's going to be a hell of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that sucker's coming out, uh, I think, in February next year to, uh, of 2022. So uh, I enjoy the Uncharted games quite a bit. Uh, I, I don't yeah. play them as much as I probably should. So, yeah, I like those games, but uh, I, I, I could hardly call myself like the uber fan. I'm, I'm not going to be the guy uh, throwing shade on it when it comes out because, you know, Tom Holland's too young or he's not Nathan Drake enough or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I definitely... Uh... I definitely had my fair share of the game. You know, I played one through three, never went back and played four Mm -hmm. just because I felt like the story was pretty much concluded at three and everything after was just kind of like just an afterthought. But, uh, but yeah, no, I really, I mean, uncharted two was amazing. Uh, three was, was pretty good. One was great. Uh, yeah, no, I had a lot of fun with them. So I, I do know the lore more or less. So we'll see how it goes. You know, it's it's funny you you mentioned that how you it, you know it felt like the end of the series at three, uh, because yeah. I, I mean I'll be honest, a, a game that you and I both enjoy, but I've had a hard time uh, playing the sequels after the third one is is Gears oh. of War. Oh yeah, yeah. I just was like, no, the the, the story's over. We won. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely does feel that way for especially for Gears because. Uh, you know, like I was saying, my wife was actually the one that introduced me to it. And uh, we went back and we played one through three and even Judgment. And, uh, and that was all like prior to uh, Gears 4 being announced right. and stuff. So so I was pretty much deep dive into that pretty quickly. But yeah, no, the, the story ends pretty conclusively at three. Uh, and yeah, you know, we, we played through four and we, we got through it, but we didn't really have too much of an urge to go back and play it. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't finished five. Like we started it and we're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like, I don't know. The characters just don't have the same draw to them. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's the hard pro- the hard problem, the hardest problem I'm having as well is like, I was really fond of those characters and to yeah. not be able to have them because their fucking story was done. I mean, yeah. it makes it feel like, you know, Gears of War 4, the, the quest for more money or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. It's, it's just like, okay, cool. I guess the studio needed some cash, so let us go back to the well. Yeah, it was it was just kind of weird. Like, like the new characters overall, I don't dislike them. I just kind of felt like they were just shallow retreads in a way, you know, because, like, JD is almost just like a just super stereotypical, like, I feel like Nathan Fillion should have voice acted him because he's that kind of character, you know, definitely, uh, pretty generic. And then like, yeah, the other two Dell and Kate weren't super interesting either. So yeah, they, they tried to bring it back, but I don't know. Just, just haven't been feeling it too much. Yeah. And I I mean, I'll be honest, I've gotten uh, pretty, uh, I don't know if like, I guess I'll just say I'm fussy. I'm, I'm really fussy now because, (laughs) Because I don't have the, like the, the the amount of time that I want to have to to like, play these games, like yeah. I kind of got to get hooked quickly, or I I tend to lose interest and I just start doing other things. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Which is a, a shame because I'm I'm not really I'm probably not giving them a fair shake. But I mean sometimes I mean you know how it is. Some sometimes you pop in a game, and I mean like right off the bat you're just like oh my god I I have to know what's happening in this game I got to figure this out and get good at this and be awesome and figure out the story and stuff. 
Yeah, yeah, but definitely it's it hasn't had that kind of appeal to me lately. Very few games have, to be honest. But um, I don't know if that's just a, a fault of modern games industry or what. But I guess we'll see. No, how that comes I, along. I don't. I you know you might be right about that. I, I I'm having some. I've had a hard time kind of getting my teeth into anything lately, and yeah. I actually am, am now finding myself going backwards. In, into my gaming uh, history yeah, because I think I talked to you after the show last week about how I picked uh -huh. up uh, Mass Effect Legacy Edition. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that did come in. It came in, it came in uh, later that day after the, after we finished up the show. Nice. And, and, you know, again, I don't have a ton of time, but when I, when, you know, now when I have a, a little bit, I'm like, ooh, you know what? I could play Mass Effect again. And I know everything <laughs> that happens in it, but I fucking love it so much, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it actually is really cool. I've only played the, I've only queued up the first game, uh, so I'm playing through the first game right now, which is the one that came back out on the, on the like, God, I don't even know if it was on on the 360. Was it on 360, or was it the Xbox before? I can't even remember now. I think it might have been on the OG Xbox. Yeah, the first one, the and the, the, the seeing playing the first game again from the Mass Effect trilogy with the new high rendered, you know, 4K graphics and stuff. Yeah, that's been awesome. That's been yeah. so much fun to like revisit this game. That you know, yeah, it's like, God, I don't know, almost fifteen years old. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's crazy to think, but yeah, that game came out a long time ago. If we're talking like original Xbox, definitely. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it it looks great. Uh, it sounds great. It plays insanely well. Uh, again, <laughs> I'm very early into it still. I think I've only logged in like four or five hours. Uh, but I'm having yeah. a blast, and like I said, it's a game I know by heart. But it's just, it's just so fun. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, you know what? Those games, those are the games that live on forever and go to the Mount Rushmore of video games. Yeah, definitely. I just, I can't think of a really fun game that I played through recently. I think probably the one I had most fun with, or at least that I did get a hundred percent on, was Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order was a blast. Yeah, so I mean, just story-wise, I think that's that's one that kept me recently. But well, and other than that, the, yeah. the thing with Fallen Order, and like I will freely admit this, <laughs> but <laughs> like there were moments with that with that goddamn game where I was gonna snap that controller in half. The level of frustration <laughs> I would have with it at some points, because, but because it, because it was challenging. Like there were things that I found to be like insanely hard. I was like, oh my god, I don't know how to do this shit. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I, a lot of it was that. You know. But I mean, again, I think all, overall that was part of the part of the uh, appeal, part of the charm of sure. it was, was I was like, well, shit, I got, I, I guess I better get better at this if I'm going to finish it. <laughs> sure, yeah, no, it did, it did take a while to beat, but uh, I think we both got through that. And we're both better Jedi for it. Well, we, I couldn't be a worse one, that's for sure. <laughs> and after all, I have the high ground, so stay back. <laughs> yep, you always win that way. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> this is such a stupid thing to mention in the podcast, but I'm I'm gonna put it out there. There's a great video on YouTube of some guys doing cosplay at like a convention, but they're doing their cosplay out in the hallway, and like the Obi Wan Kenobi guy is going up the escalator yelling at Anakin, "I have the high ground. It's over." <laughs> I remember saying that. That was pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite things. It makes me laugh all the time. That's <laughs> uh, so good. And it's just it's the guy as Anakin's just yelling at him, just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. I, I recommend it highly. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some casting news. Are you ready for some casting news, Raj? Yeah. What do we got? How how uh, big a part of your childhood is uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? 
Uh, the the original, the the original, the Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, yeah, no, that one I definitely liked. I, I remember seeing that one a few times as a kid. Yeah, I have no, I, I have no tolerance for for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no Johnny Depp version, please. But uh, apparently, they are going ahead with their plans to do a Willy Wonka origin movie, which uh, the movie we've all been waiting for, the origin of Willy Wonka. Interesting. And uh, they have cast uh, Timothy Chalamet. As young Willy Wonka. Okay, what, what's he from? Uh, most famously, he'll be in the new Dune movie coming out later this year on HBO Max. Ah, okay, gotcha. You know, he's been in a lot, he's been in a lot of stuff, but you know that'll be that, that'll be like the big thing, the big thing people might know. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to put it on the record. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone really asked for that story. No, like Hollywood is so bankrupt of ideas uh, like oh let's do the origin of yeah. Willy Wonka like really did that fucker yeah. write a book with the origin of Willy Wonka then I guess you don't know it so what are you doing <laughs> that's kind of the thing right it's like well we ran out of good ideas for characters let's do the origin story of a character and uh, we're getting a little too much of that lately yeah I, I, it, it's just, it just smacks of one of those things that I don't need in my life <laughs> Like, I feel that I like not knowing Willy Wonka. I like him that way. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, dude. It's like when, when, when Marvel decided that it was time for Wolverine to get his memories back, and then you're like, "Oh, Wolverine sucks." <laughs> <laughs> he's like a deadbeat dad, and people hate him, and everyone's trying to kill him, and this is why because he sucks. <laughs> it ruined Wolverine. Yeah, it's like he was better off without him. <laughs> He's better off as a man of mystery. Yes, I agree. Just like Austin Powers. <laughs> Next thing you know, they're going to reboot that. Oh my God! Please, wait, I do not need the secret origin of, of Austin Powers either. <laughs> Young Austin Powers. All right, now I know I'm sounding. You know, I, I, we have to we, let's pause the podcast real quick because I know I've, I've gotten on off on the on like a, like a little bit of a, a negative energy vibe here. So I, <laughs> right. I, I want to change that. I want to change right. the vibe of the podcast right now. And there is one news story that will change the vibe of this podcast. And I think you know where I'm going with this. I think so. Our boy. The 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 the, the, the mascot of this podcast, our hero, our icon. The banner hangs behind me of him. <laughs> Henry Cavill is rumored to be the new Highlander. And my friend, they could not have made a better choice. I am, I very much agree. I am beyond excited for Henry Cavill as the Highlander. You know, I think it's going to be great. I think if they stick to the OG and just completely forget about any of the sequel shenanigans, let's just stick to, you know, there can be only one and uh and go with that, you know. No, and and we're, you know, we're talking about a Highlander reboot in 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 being directed by John Wick's uh, Chad Stileski. I mean, yeah. come on. How cool could this movie be? Oh, dude, it, it, I want to see some like Witcher style action from the Highlander. I, I want, think that's I want John Wick action with the Highlander. <laughs> Just like replace you know, all the guns him. with swords. I don't care. <laughs> Give him everything. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, he's he, 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 he fuck Connor McLeod kind of is John Wick. He just he could just take more bullets. <laughs> no, that's true. No. no, I'm really excited. There's no word if if Cavill would be, would be playing Connor McLeod. 
or an, another member of the McLeod clan or or like if there's a full reboot or it's a reimagined you know the, the, we don't really know any yeah. of that, those details just yet but I I love this casting I love Henry Cavill uh I would I would actually be okay if he just played like the Highlander like like Geralt <laughs> from The Witcher <laughs> definitely just yeah. like just like grunts at people and then just cuts them in half <laughs> See, even that would be entertaining to watch. Toss a coin to your Highlander, my friend. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. I, I really am too. I, 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 again, I think these are still considered rumors. It's not like an official, you know, announcement per se. But yeah. this this news makes me happy. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, from what I saw, it seemed close enough to being official. So I, I think we can definitely. Accept it as something that's going to happen. I, I I will until until the man uh, calls me directly to tell me that it's not true. Well, I mean, wasn't he the one that posted something about it on his Instagram? Um, I don't know. I mean, the the article that I'm checking out is is, uh, is citing Deadline as the one who broke the news of potential casting. Yeah, I, I could have sworn Henry Cavill himself actually posted it on his page. Uh, perhaps he has since since uh, since this was posted on Friday. Maybe he has kind of come out and said, "Yeah, it's happening, dudes." Yeah, he posted the the deadline article on his Instagram page. So, uh, but what was the comment yeah. on it? <laughs> or, is, or, or is Henry Cavill like you know playing with us again, like he likes to do? <laughs> no, he, he just said very exciting news today. I've been a fan of Highlander since I was a lad. Okay, so cool. And, there uh, it is. And yeah, and the second picture is like him looking into a bunch of like Scottish history books and uh, what appears to be some, uh, what is this, straight from the cask, uh, pure sherry. So he's doing full research. <laughs> <laughs> With sherry? <laughs> that seems odd. Uh, apparently. Uh, I don't know. That's what he posted on the picture. So I'm like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what he's doing. Drinking, uh, Drinking sherry and reading uh, some Scottish history books. Well, I mean, listen, I, I again, I can't tell you how excited I am about this. I mean, they they've been talking about uh, you know doing reboots or, or or you know more ridiculous sequels to Highlander for a really long time now, and yeah, you know Highlander is a movie that I I do have a, a fondness for. It's near and dear to my heart. Uh, but more importantly, my, my my brother is the biggest Highlander fan in the world, and so. Uh, he hasn't watched The Witcher, so he's a little. Uh, uh, he has some reservations about about Henry taking on this role, but I've urged okay. him to watch The Witcher and tell me yeah. that he can't be the Highlander. Yeah, I think that'll definitely change his mind. I, I think if you would have told me uh, Henry Cavill, you know, around uh, Superman, Man of Steel era, uh, I may have been a little more hesitant. But uh, after seeing him in The Witcher, yeah, no question. Do you think he does the move like he did in Mission Impossible, where he like where he like cocks his shoulders? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's so fucking cool. <laughs> and apparently, he just, like reloads his arms. <laughs> yeah, and apparently he just thought of that like on the spot. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna do this," and Tom Cruise is like, "Cool. That's fucking cool." All right. <laughs> I can see Tom Cruise. That's his exact reaction. Yeah, dude, that's cool. Go that's, for it. That is risky business. No, he didn't say that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. Like I said, when, you, you, uh, I was reading this news as you texted me the, the article on Friday, and I was, like I said, I was kind of like having like a mental freak out. I'm, I'm very in, in on this. 
uh, uh, Henry Cavill is a is an actor whose work I enjoy immensely, and and I think yeah. he seems like a really cool dude. So I think this is awesome. For sure, dude. And hopefully, uh, he knows what big fans we are. He'll see the banner behind me, and uh, we'll, we'll get the, we'll get those red carpet passes for the premiere of Highlander. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, we'll uh, send him our address after the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all it takes. <laughs> All right, we got a little bit of news left, my friend. Uh, it's Marvel-based. Are you right. familiar with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I've heard of it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a recent interview in Men's Health magazine, Kevin Feige has come out and admitted that uh, casting Tilda Swinton as the Agent One uh, wasn't their best idea ever. <laughs> and he doesn't mean that as a shot at Tilda Swinton. Uh, he means that in regards to, to, to whitewashing the Ancient One character overall. Sure. Um, I think that's a very... Uh, I think it's nice to hear that Marvel is, is willing to admit they made a mistake. Yeah. But again, I don't know what they can really do about it at this point, other than just making sure they don't do it going forward. Yeah, I mean, there there was a lot of just weird controversy with that, even when it first happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's kind of understandable, the uh, financial reasons that they did everything, you know? Because... Uh, the ancient one being a Tibetan monk is going to cause a bit of a controversy with the, the China. So <laughs> definitely that's going to impact their, you know, wanting to market the movie over there and then having a character that they might not wholly agree with. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I understand why they did it. I don't hundred percent agree with, with it, obviously. But, uh, yeah, hopefully moving forward, uh, they won't have that same uh, impediment in their decision-making skills when it comes to, you know, those kind of characters. It, de- it definitely seems like it was a lesson they learned from. And, and in the article, uh, I, I really uh, respect Kevin Feige's honesty. I mean, he says, quote, we thought we were being so smart and so cutting edge, um, end quote. And, and obviously, like they weren't <laughs> they they, they yeah. really like outthought themselves like they thought they were like ahead of the curve and they're like and instead they kind of like leaned into making a, a mistake <laughs> yeah it, it is very interesting um yeah see they were kind of in a in a bad corner with that one mm-hmm. uh there there wasn't uh there was a morally right decision there wasn't so much a financially right decision <laughs> yeah yeah, well, I mean, it's tricky too. I mean, as as we're seeing with with some of these properties, and and Doctor Strange is one of them. You know, there yeah. there is a certain level of, you know, what can be considered cultural appropriation nowadays that you have to try to and, and reconcile and, and figure out the proper balance for. And sure. that's not always the easiest thing. Uh, it just seems like they. It, it, it just seems kind of like like Marvel and, and Kevin Feige are admitting a mistake. A mistake was made, and it seems like that's something they're they're paying a lot more attention to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll we'll see going forward how they how they handle these kind of characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, listen, we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about Marvel in just a second. Actually, right now, <laughs> one more trailer for Loki was released. Uh, I you know I don't know, I don't know if I have much more else to say about the show. It just looks like it's going to be a blast. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I saw the, the trailer uh, you sent me earlier and. Uh, it's, I mean, just, it looks great. Like everything I see about it, I, I, I'd say that this was the one I've been most excited to see of, of all three of the, uh, you know, Marvel, uh, Disney plus, you know, shows. So yeah, there's, 
it's it's just a lot of goodness. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and if you were to tell me like a couple years ago that, hey, you're going to be really excited to see Owen Wilson in a Marvel show, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But I'm kind of excited to see Owen Wilson in a Marvel show. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? <laughs> I, I love the scene in this new trailer where he's, uh, you know, Loki's asking for weapons, and he hands him his knives, and then the other t- character's like, no, no, <laughs> just takes Absolutely them away. Not, yeah. <laughs> I was oh, like, oh, man. that's so good. <laughs> Yeah, he looked so happy for a second and then so sad when they got taken away. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm very intrigued to, to revisit this version of Loki. I, I think something, again, I, I know we've, we've talked about it before on the show, but just yeah. for our for our listening audience so that they are clued in, I mean, this is a Loki who has not uh, experienced the things that we've seen him experience. Like, this is the Loki from Thor and Avengers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So so no Dark, well, I, was, was he even in Dark World? I he was in Dark World. Or... He sure was. Okay, yeah, I think I just don't remember that movie at all. But uh, yeah, definitely Ragnarok. He was in there, and he had a lot of character development in that one. So no, all the stuff he's learned, all the experiences, all the all the heart to heart moments with Thor, all that out the window. So yeah. we, we should have a very, uh, very uh, trickster esque god of a trickster god in front of us on this show, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, dude, and it's it's gonna be fun. It, 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 how they play it, yeah. Yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm really, really excited about this show. And it's uh, debuting on uh, June 9th. Nice. Right around the corner, my friend. <laughs> it's coming up quick. Yeah, I was I was commenting in the introduction to the podcast uh, how much I was enjoying uh, my little respite from covering, you know, doing two podcasts a week for this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. And now I get to go back to doing that soon. Huzzah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to have to get caught up with everything before Loki starts. And then I uh, uh, got a lot ahead of me. But like I said, I'm going to try to get it done. Hopefully by this weekend, maybe next weekend, but I think by then Loki will be out, so I, I better get it done. You know, I, I, I will admit it to you right now. I'm very, very concerned that Disney Plus will be the death of me from, from trying to cover all the Marvel and Star Wars shows. I will just be, be dead. You'll, you'll log on Skype and you'll see the top of my head as I'm just dead <laughs> on the keyboard. You're going to have to duplicate yourself somehow. I might. I might need a time variance to help me out a little bit. <laughs> Just drop out with the Tesseract. You'll be good. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> gosh, Roger, I think that's all the news we have for today. Well, that was a good amount of fun stuff, though. I was lying. I had one more story. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tricks on. I'm the, I'm the trickster god. Hey, now, look at me. <laughs> Woo. You, everyone bought it. They thought we were done. And they're like, those dum-dums haven't even talked about the Eternals yet. Oh, <laughs> get ready. We're talking about the Eternals. Holy yeah. shit, Roger, did you watch this trailer? Yeah, I saw it this morning. Like, that was the first thing popping up all over my newsfeed. Do you have any fucking idea what's going on in it? Because I don't. Nope, <laughs> not a thing. It just looked like a bunch of really cool scenery shots. And I'm like, wow, wherever they filmed this looks really cool. And really <laughs> expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know... What else to say about this trailer? Like, I'm a hundred percent intrigued. I'm a hundred percent on board. Uh, uh, everyone looks great. You know, you get to see uh, the, all the all the actors, all the characters. You know, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones and Gemma Atherton and not Adder, Gemma Atherton, uh, Gemma, Gemma Chang, and who else? You get Angelina Jolie in this and Selma Hayek. I mean, you see everybody. Uh, it, I mean, they all look fantastic. I have no idea yep. what they're doing in it. <laughs> <laughs> Standing around looking cool, you know? Yeah, I mean, Angelina and Jolie's like, like swinging fancy swords and shit. And, and, and uh, 
you know, Gemma Chan's doing all kinds of, uh, you know, stuff like hanging out with, with human beings. I don't I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It, as, as far as trailers go, that was very much a teaser. Uh, cause we're, we're not getting any story beats at all from that. We, we see some, just a bunch of crazy visuals. We see a, a weird Bollywood dance scene from what it looks like for a second. And I'm just like, okay, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's the best way to describe it. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, as far as, like, getting people excited for the movie that aren't familiar with the characters, I don't know that it did a great job because, like we're saying, like, it didn't really tell us anything. It gave us, like, a uh, one-off reference to the Avengers at the end, and that was about it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it felt like... Like, as if you were sitting there uh, listening to uh, another group's inside jokes, you know? It's like, oh, that, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are having fun. Yeah, and uh, just for, uh, I, again, I know it's something I've talked about on the, on the podcast, but I'll say it again. Eternals is not a comic book that I am, uh, like, super familiar with. Uh, yeah. There was a miniseries that Neil Gaiman wrote in the late 90s, maybe early 2000s. Uh, I will be rereading that soon to kind of uh, okay. uh, give myself a, a, a catch-up. And there is a new book being currently published by Marvel uh, that I have plans to check out as well so I can kind of uh, acclimate myself to the characters better before the movie comes yeah. out. But yeah, man, I like this is kind of a this this is sort of new for me in the sense that like I, I don't have a great history with these characters. Yeah, same here. It's it's kind of weird. It, this might be the first uh, first comic book franchise in the MCU that I'm just like I have really no background knowledge of. Yeah, the funny part is it, it, it's sort of like how a lot of people probably felt when Guardians of the Galaxy was 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 being announced and they're and you know they're talking about that and you're seeing like stills or whatever and you're like what is this and like sure that was when I knew I was like oh no people are gonna love this like this is gonna be great but now I, yeah I'm I, I am now in the in those the shoes of those people who who didn't know what Guardians was yeah <laughs> and I'll be yeah. honest Roger I don't I don't like it I don't like not knowing what this shit is it's a weird feeling, right? It's, it's, <laughs> this is what the normal people feel, and I don't like it. Well, I mean, like, you know, in broad strokes, we know that the Eternals are basically immortals. They're from space. The trailer shows us that much. Uh, yeah. And and like, apparently, in 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 this series, in this movie, uh, they will have been living amongst us the entire time. Uh, so I'm very curious to hear their explanation for not getting more involved in events. Yeah. Right. It's like, uh, hold up cataclysmic universal event you guys just were hanging out yeah yeah you know there's, there's all these like you know uh, you know the cosmic stones floating around uh, all the infinity stones and they're just like yeah whatever they got that the humans got this it's fine yeah they're, they're fine so i, I want to know what the fuck's going on there uh uh and then i know that their enemies are the deviants i don't think we really saw any of their enemies in this but I, i'm assuming the deviants no. arriving will be what propels them into action because the deviants, I would imagine, are something that Earth's not prepared for without having Iron Man and Cap and Thor available. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine, man. Yeah, I have no, I have no freaking clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, it, it's a strange feeling being in this boat, just having no idea of, of what to expect here. But, uh, you know, it is Marvel, so at the very least, we're going to get a fun story. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, again, this is this is also kind of like the, the 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 benefit of Marvel having earned so much trust and good faith 
uh, with sure. us over the course of like twenty something movies. Like, okay, cool. Throw something weird at me, like like the Eternals. Let's see what happens. Let's let's go with it. See what see how, see what shakes loose. Yeah, for sure, dude. All right, man. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about the trailer. Do you? No, I mean they didn't say very much themselves. No, so. just it's just weird, <laughs> wild stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, we'll we'll keep everyone posted as as more trailers and more things come out about it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We got we got uh 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 Shang Chi coming out and and all that good stuff ahead of us and and you know let's pace ourselves. You know we're just starting to get back to the movie theaters. Black Widow's first. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's get that in. Yeah. I know. I know. I've talked about it. I don't think you and I have talked about this, but uh, you know, maybe this is a conversation better served for uh, for when we talk about Black Widow in in, in a couple weeks. I'll, I'll I'll put a pin in this. I'll we'll, we'll come back to this later. <laughs> um. Yeah. But let's wrap it up, man. Let's get out of here. What do you think? Sounds good, dude. I Roger. Thanks for hanging out. I hope you are doing a great job of, of hydrating. Oh yeah, got my water bottle right here and uh, feeling pretty good. That's that's a good thing, my <laughs> friend. And uh, like you said, there's plenty of beer ahead of you later this week. So water today, beers tomorrow. Yep, and the next day, and probably <laughs> the next day. <laughs> All right, buddy. I'll catch you later. Thanks, man. Yeah, always. See you later. Bye. Hey, there it is. That's the conversation. That is the podcast. I hope you all had a great time with that one. It was a lot of fun. We got into a lot of stuff there and, and you know, a couple of, a couple of side conversations, but I hope you enjoyed a little video game chat as well. Always fun to kind of check in with Roger about video games because uh, it's something I still love. I just don't get to do it as much as I used to. So fun to touch base on those, those various topics. Uh, as I teased uh, earlier in the show, there will be an Army of the Dead episode. That will be out the week of Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I don't know if I'll drop it on Monday since everyone's going to be off, but like that Tuesday when you all go back to work, it will be out. So you'll be able to listen to a spoiler-filled review of Army of the Dead, but directed by the one, the only, the incomparable, uh, the uh, overinflated <laughs> Zack Snyder. There it is. Get ready for that one. It's going to be a it's going to be a hoot and a half. All right, get ready for that on well, probably on Tuesday next week. In the meantime, we got Mandavision going on. We're dropping, uh, we're, we're dropping Star Wars: The Clone Wars podcast on Mondays. We're doing the Bad Batch on Fridays. We're having a lot of fun in there. We did a, a recent drop of uh, Caravan of Courage. We did the old Ewoks movie. So be sure to check those out. Make sure you're following us on social media for all the updates on everything going on. Tomcast Popcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show TomcastPopcast at gmail.com. We are on all your favorite podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, and so many, many more including Audible and Amazon Music. How about that? Check those out. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. They help small shows like us stick out and uh, stick out like a sore thumb. That's what, that's what we want to be, the sore thumb of podcasting. That's who we are. I also, before we wrap up, I want to give a big shout-out to the official members of Pophead Nation, which you can become at patreon.com forward slash TomCastPopCast. You can join the nation and gain access to the bonus content. Thank you to the... Aspen Hill Chody, The Batman of Bay Park, Jeff Nail. Jeff, co-hosting The Ring and Ear, a great show. Please check it out. Thanks to Evil Circle, the evilest of all circles, the Squidmaster General, Mr. Brian Broussard, the New Jersey Devil, Mark Wegemer, our very own Joker and Harley Quinn, Brian and Krista of Pariah Brewing Company, and the uh, the, <laughs> the, beer, the Beer Hop Brigadier General, Jesus Beer Hops. There we go. We did it. We got another show under our belt, and we had so much fun doing it. So let's get out of here. I got I got more podcasts to record. Don't worry. We're we're staying busy. We're never going away ever. You're stuck with me for the rest of time. Let's get out of here. We'll talk soon. Ciao, babes.
So the Tribe drops its third straight on this trip, 6-1 to one to the Rangers. For the Indians, one run on, let's see, one hit. That's all we got, one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the Stanley Cup champions.